On today's episode, we're going to dive into why you still want to drink even when you really don't want to drink. It's called ambivalence and it feels like an emotional tug of war. And the only way to know for sure moving forward that you can trust yourself with or without a drink in your hand because you can't even remember why you ever found alcohol so appealing The only way to do that is to acknowledge and allow for your ambivalence so that you can resolve it once and for all at the source instead of just pushing it deep into your subconscious where it feeds a perpetual state of discontent. My name is Colleen Cashman. I'm a soberish recovery coach helping high achieving women get emotionally sober so that drinking less or not at all feels like a superpower. Join me each week for evidence-based holistic strategies to regulate your brain chemistry and nervous system and also develop a growth mindset so you can feel proud, confident, and resilient with or without a drink in your hand because it's not about the alcohol. Welcome to the birth of our new show. It's not about the alcohol. I want to give a shout out to all of you on the pod squad who are showing up today in our 24 hour window that we have to launch this show into the top 100 charts. You are part of a collective effort to push back against the people who are profiting from the numbing and dumbing of the masses. Not just the marketing teams that brand alcohol as a sophisticated stress reliever that should be a guest of honor at every gathering, without mentioning that alcohol is actually an addictive drug, with a wink and a nod slogan to please drink responsibly, which is not a substitute for accurate information that allows anybody to make an informed decision. But we're also pushing back against the treatment industry that turns a perfectly normal and reversible disorder into a lifelong disease by insisting that there's a difference between normal drinkers and alcoholics and permanently disempowering people who find themselves on the spectrum of addiction. This podcast is a call to change the goal from responsible drinking to responsible thinking. And my strategy to help you do that is to show you how to quit playing the alcohol game once and for all so that you no longer need to identify as a drinker or a non-drinker because who you are has nothing to do with what you drink. And when you shift your focus away from alcohol and towards happiness and mental health, sobriety feels like a simple act of self-care, kind of like sleep. The more, the better. It's Not About the Alcohol is my passion project, the hill on which I'm planting my flag and preparing to die. I am using my voice and this platform to correct the misinformation that keeps so many of us in bondage, not just to alcohol, but to our own minds. This show is your roadmap to wellness and freedom and inspiration to stop settling for less than you deserve and to stop waiting for somebody else to save you. I can show you exactly how to reclaim your power. And I won't bullshit you. This work is messy and it will be the hardest thing you've ever done. But it's also why we're here. You have a purpose in life and it's not to figure out how much drinking you can get away with. And that's the topic I'm going to dive into today. The scientific term is ambivalence, which just means that you have a legit desire to drink. And there are many reasons for that. 
because you think it's fun or it helps you relax, or you think that not drinking is somehow boring or a denial of the reward that you deserve for hard work. Or maybe you think of it as a punishment because you can't keep control of yourself. And so while some or all of those feelings are existing in your mind and body, you also have a legit desire to not drink because over drinking is exhausting. You're not 25 anymore. You have other things to do. And so you're experiencing this push and pull that feels like emotional whiplash. I quit. I'm not quitting. It's bad. Mm, It's not that bad. I'll do better. I keep screwing up. And some days this feels like an epic battle between good and evil, and it takes all of your attention and makes you feel like you're going crazy. I have a coffee mug that pretty much nails exactly what this feels like. It says, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. I don't remember who gave me that, but I do remember thinking like, oh shit, they see me. Anyway, the problem is that we get stuck in our ambivalence because we think that we can't make a decision and move forward until we have 100% emotional buy-in inside our own bodies. And the mistake we're making is to think the only way to get that buy-in is to let things get so bad that our shame and frustration and guilt and all the other negative feelings gets intense enough to silence both our inner optimist that keeps insisting we're going to do better next time and also our inner rebel who wants to fight for her right to party. But as you already know, unfortunately, that doesn't work. Because shame and frustration and guilt are also feelings, and your feelings are like the weather. They're constantly changing. What you need to come to terms with is that if you are not actively managing your emotions, they are managing you. And until you learn how to work with ambivalence, which is holding two conflicting beliefs at the same time, you are always going to have to fight for control over your own behavior. And you're not always going to win. Because ambivalence itself is an emotion. It's a combination of confusion and resistance and longing. And that's what we're going to get into today. By the end of the next four minisodes, you are going to walk away with a big picture perspective for what's really going on in that beautiful, complicated brain of yours. And you're also going to have a very non-emotional strategy for how to resolve your emotional whiplash. This is a foundational topic, you guys. This is what separates It's Not About the Alcohol and My Approach from other typical sobriety programs because, and this is key, the desire to be sober is also emotional. It's not right or wrong or objective. It's a come and go feeling. You already know that. And so while the simple act of quitting drinking is of course going to make you feel so much better and probably allow you to make amazing progress in your life, ambivalence can lie dormant for a long time, years and even decades, because it's emotional and the body keeps the score. Emotions aren't rational. So no matter how much you're enjoying the experience of sobriety or how convinced you are that you want to stay sober, that old longing can be triggered by subconscious memories that you're not even aware of. And then suddenly you're back in an old emotional state, which means you're thinking the old thoughts that are going to trigger the old habits that you thought were behind you. 
The key to resolving ambivalence is not to avoid all the triggers, but to enter the emotional state from the safety of a regulated nervous system and actually make sense of it so that it no longer has power over you. And that's what we're talking about today. And so before I send you on to part two, let me quickly explain why I'm dividing today's episode into five separate parts. It's a strategy. We're going to 5X our downloads on our first day of launching with this new title. The goal is to put It's Not About the Alcohol into the charts. So please go ahead and download all five episodes, and then you can listen whenever you want. And for those of you that are playing to win the $100 Amazon gift card, the $300 coaching call, or the grand prize of a $3,000 value 12-week membership in my next chapter program, You'll need to submit a screenshot of your posted Apple review, or if you're an Android user, a screenshot of how you've rated the show on Spotify. And I am sending emails, and there's a link in the show notes to give you exact instructions on how to do that. And you'll also need to collect and then submit the five Easter eggs that I'm putting in each episode, starting now and then in the next four. The Easter eggs are just the ingredients to my favorite mocktail. It will sound like this, club soda. And that's it. Look for that sound and four more ingredients as you listen to the rest of this episode. So good luck and head on over to part two where I will explain why resolving ambivalence is the key to curing alcohol use disorder.